0: I would like one huge meat and cheese pizza and hold the meat. In some cases, I choke on the meat. I choked on a piece of chicken. And frankly, a lot of people thought, you're going to die, Donald. I said, in many cases, we're going to live strongly and bigly in certain ways. So we'll order one of those. So one large cheese pizza. We'll do extra ketchup as well. Thank you. We don't have ketchup. Well, that'll be a great discount, I think, when you look at that. So what's the total? One large cheese pizza. That, uh, that brings us to twelve ninety eight. If you make it $9.20, I think we'll have a great deal. That's great. Thank you. No, it's twelve ninety eight. Excuse me. We can do a fantastic deal. For $9.20, you look at the art of the deal, we'll make it happen strongly. What do you say? Do you, do you want the pizza or, or no? You're quite the negotiator. We'll do for $14.30. Thank you.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 49 of Connection is Magic. Thank you so much for coming back and tuning in. That hilariousness you just heard, was Evan Berger, this week's guest on the show. He does these incredible Trump-Obama impressions. His TikTok channel has over 2.2 million followers on it. And I was on there once, and he was doing a TikTok Live speaking on Buddhist philosophy. And I was blown away (laughs) by the fact that this guy who's doing these hilarious impressions could also be such a deep cat. And it made me reach out and ask for a conversation, and he was gracious enough to oblige We get into what got him on this path in the first place of daily meditation, breath work. He's actually a breath workshop teacher. We talk about his rise on social media and what that was like, a few false starts there for him before that success happened and how fame isn't really the answer that people are looking for, which many of us think it will be. Enjoy the episode, here we go. Welcome everybody to Connection is Magic. I'm your host Sam Schulman a former music executive turned podcaster and coach. In a world obsessed with the highlight reel and keeping our difficulties hidden behind the curtain, we end up feeling lonely and isolated and opportunities for human connection are missed. On this podcast, we dive deep with our guests and get them to share those dreaded unfiltered pieces. We learn how to make lemonade out of life's lemons and realize adversity isn't sent to break us, but rather shape us into the greatest versions of ourselves. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Now let's begin our journey back home to connection. So welcome everybody to a very special episode with my main man, Evan Berger here. I'm off of meditation. He's off of breath workshop <laughs> and a meditation. We're going to levitate off the screens here in a bit. <laughs> Evan and I were talking about how we both have practices that keep us grounded uh, during these crazy times and how important that is. And also the value of connection connection and being sort of seen and heard um, when you're going through it. When you heard about the, you know, the vibe behind the podcast, did, did you kind of get it pretty quickly? Like what, yeah. what this thing
0: was about? Cool. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd love to hear your, uh, your your spiel on it, but I, I think so. Yeah, man.
1: You know, I have a background in like recovery, right? Like when I was in my teens and early twenties, I got into addiction. Yeah. And so I saw these rooms where people were just kind of burying their souls and how healing it was for the people who were listening as well as the people that were sharing. But dude, you could just be in the room listening and it would still kind of be, you would catch some like healing off of that or some calm. We're all on this human journey together, Evan. And I just feel like it shouldn't just be those rooms where that exists, you know? And then I was managing artists and developing talent. I also saw that same effect in that space because artists kind of share things that are heavy, right? Heavy and personal. And by them having the courage to do that, the people listening also kind of feel connected or feel heard or seen. It's weird how the universe just kind of puts you in the right places to learn what you need to learn yeah, I did. Which we all do on this human journey. So I want to start it, man. I think this would be a good place to start it because I became aware of you through the amazing, hilarious Trump impressions that you do on TikTok.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. You look at what's going on. A lot of great things. <laughs> Trump, Trump, how's the meditation practice treating well, we've been days? doing a lot of chakra meditation. You look at, uh, frankly, I think you see the breath work, breathing. A Lot of good things. A lot of good things going on.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. When I heard you um randomly on a TikTok live, I'm like, this guy's into It was, you know, that's where I found out about, you know, your practice and that you were a you're pretty deep, you're a pretty deep guy. You know what I mean? And and you were talking about attachment. I'm sure you remember that TikTok live where you were talking about everything being temporary. Yeah. And the key is not to get attached, so we don't get totally bummed out. Yeah. And I was like, dude, th- this guy is this guy. I need to connect with this guy. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, where where did that awareness and your practice and what was it in your life that caused you to, you know, become a seeker?
0: Yeah. So first and foremost, like I'm just generally not like a hyper spiritual dude or I, I wasn't a hyper spiritual dude. I was never this yeah. guy. I'm just like, you know pretty normal in that respect and my brother and i'm also not actually that much of an addictive person my whole family is super addictive got it and so my brother um struggled with a lot of stuff and he's also a very uh uh walled off person Mm -hmm. um and so i don't like to go into his, his story too much just out of respect for him but he's been through a lot of shit and there was a point many years ago where it became clear that a really good solve for some of his problems would be to do a transcendental meditation retreat. So the only way he was down to go was if he would bring his brother and not go alone. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. You know, like, I eat healthy. Like meditation is probably good for me. Yeah, I don't care. And so I went to this retreat and of course my brother's like not that into it. And I leave and I'm like, holy shit. Like This is, wow. meditation is like the thing man. And so I started meditating a lot after that not, it wasn't like a daily practice, but I started doing it a lot. And I had noticed that every time I meditated, I became more present in my conversations. I'd be more present just for like simple things. And it made me, I felt a better conversationalist, mm-hmm. a better public speaker, a better friend, a better boyfriend, like a million obvious reasons why, oh, this is like practically just so good for me. Yeah. And that was truly the thing that allowed me to really get into it. Cause I'm like, all right, this is just so good for me and everything that matters to me. And then as a byproduct, when you meditate enough, as I'm sure you know, you find, oh, this is much deeper than being like a cool tool. Totally. This this is like the direct study of like being alive. Yes. literal
1: magic that's my practice too is tm by yeah. the way how i got into tm was and this is very la what i'm about to say but i was sitting outside of air One, of course and it i was I met
0: my girlfriend, was <laughs> that's
1: where you met your girlfriend. <laughs> we're not knocking everyone at all no i, so love,
0: I, I actually love everyone It's amazing
1: air One. dude it's like if it's here it's good for you what a slogan it's, it's perfect so good <laughs> so, so i'm like eating my food and i'm hearing like this guy and girl maybe five feet away and they're talking like they had just like witnessed the second coming and and they're like floating and they're like, this was the best thing I've ever done in my life, right? And yeah. so naturally I p- get pulled in and I find out that it, they were on a TM retreat. And so that was how I discovered it. So just want to share because how you discovered it was super yeah, yeah. interesting as well. You're like, yeah. it, it's not something you sought out. Uh, no, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not
0: trying to become like spiritually enlightened. Yeah. or anything. Yeah. You know? They didn't <laughs> sell awesome. me. I'm like, what sold me was just like being a better conversationalist.
1: You picked up some cool things and then you're like, oh shit, this goes deeper. Um, Talk to me more about that, man.
0: So I've done two long form meditation. Well, I've done a number of like full days and a couple days, but there there were two that I did that were, one was a three day and one was a yoga retreat that had tons of meditation and ended up probably being about five days or so. Awesome. And the first one really revealed something new to me about meditation. Cause I, you know, I meditate 20 minutes a day. I still do 20 minutes every day, never miss a day. Um, And the consistency to me has been always the thing. That's the key. Of course. It's the key. In doing the, the, the long form, I had found uh, by like, I think it was day two, you know, by day one, really quiet by hour three, really quiet. You know, like it's, it's an amazing feeling. It's very pleasant and it is very real. It's right in front of you. And I'm not going to say that I had this like extreme, like out of body nuts experience. It was not that, mm-hmm. but it was simply just a like lack of mm-hmm. suffering. It was just purely like being in the present moment yeah. in such a close way is yeah. it was just like, Oh shit. Like this is the thing. This yeah. is like what people are taught. Do You
1: know why though, Evan, because I feel like suffering comes about from either living in your past or going to the future and being like, why is this not happening yet? Or right. why did that happen? <laughs> right. Yes, so I feel right. like when you're meditating it um, all that falls away. So yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. This is what, <laughs> This is what we're after. <laughs> this yeah. is a, that's the, that's the yeah. thing. the you know, secret I, sauce, right? It's, it's sauce literally. Yeah. Completely. I wish I always lived from that place. I'm, it's like, I'm lying if I said I did. But yeah. Just having a, some of it and a, like connection to it, at least like a moment or two in a day is just yeah. literally magic. It's like so worth everybody's time to meditate every day. I just can't express it enough. One thing that meditation did not do for me, mm-hmm. which is that when I went through really difficult times, it did not solve them in a way Mm. so I could dissociate. I still do when I meditate and I'm in pain, I can be less attached to the pain, you know, I could, it it, it didn't help with the hardest things that I had gone through in my life, Mm. which leads to the story of getting into breath work, which is is Mm. a little bit different.
1: So was it some type of uh, extreme adversity that sort of brought you into the breath work practice, I guess? And are you cool? Can we talk a little bit yeah, about yeah, that? Because yeah, that's the vibe of the sure. podcast is just to get real and talk about
0: yeah what we learned. Awesome. Yeah, I love. So I've been meditating for years and honestly lived a pretty simple life. You know, I You know, standard traumas of people, but not, yeah. nothing, nothing crazy. It was my first real heartbreak that just fucked me up. I mean, it like dude you know you tell yourself a story everyone has these narratives we write for ourselves so true yeah and you know you write one that like oh this girl i'm dating this person i'm dating is the you know is like the one that's so hard to find another yeah no way and uh and she just ended it abruptly and she just was like this isn't good for me damn totally blindsided me and you know it's you know in telling a story it's it sounds every time i like think of it it's just like yeah it's like another heartbeat people have heard Heartbreaks, but when you're in it, you know you're in it. Like, as it's just people in their suffering is their suffering. It's the death Absolutely. of something, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And you know, I'd experienced that. Mike Merton, Grandpa had died, and you know, yeah, my first dog had died. I'd experienced those, but nothing what that like just that broke my my literally broke my heart. So I was in just so much pain. And look, I already meditated, so I started meditating for an hour in the mornings. Wow, and it was helpful, mm-hmm. modestly helpful. You know, I like felt less associated with the pain in my chest but it was there and it wouldn't Mm. go away Mm. i tried ice baths i tried saunas all great still do it love both of those i tried um you were out here looking
1: for the magic bullets bullets. and look and here's the
0: thing i'm really not like an addictive person but like i just get it like i I, alcohol would have worked you know yeah
1: yeah yeah well, not, it wouldn't have, I mean, it wouldn't have worked temporarily maybe. That, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would have relieved that pain in the moment, which is like,
1: everything what? has a price though. Right. So yeah, it's like, yeah. you'd pay that price. Yeah. Right. So, so I,
0: I knew that. And I had seen that kind of stuff in my family. So I was yeah. just certain, not going to do that yeah, already yeah. a healthy person, but how could I do it? And dude, I just went to one breathwork class. This girl yeah. at, my, at my, at my school was just like, Hey, you want to try this breathwork thing? I'm like, sure. Whatever. Wow. And I go to this class. I lie down. Teacher's like, like, hey, we're going to be doing this breathing. It's weird. You're going to sweat. You're going to get lightheaded. Your body's going to tingle, yada, yada, the whole spiel. Yeah. And I sit there. I'm like, what the, f- yeah, what am I doing here? Like, what is, like, actually. Didn't it, it sound is- weird, honestly, though, at first? Oh, it had yeah. to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like what? so woo woo weird. And, uh, you know, i come in skeptical, like everybody does. And, yeah. uh, you know, my breathwork teacher was like, give this your all and it might do everything for you. Wow. Right. Yeah. So I breathed really hard for not even that long, like 30 minutes. Mm hmm. And after one session, I was good. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get over this. I could let her go. I wow. could move on. That's incredible, man. Wow. Yeah. It, was, it was insane. It was genuinely insane. And I had done ayahuasca, you know, I'd like, yep. and ayahuasca is insane too, also. Yeah. I mean, it, that helps a lot of people, but still, dude, <laughs> this is like just amazing. <laughs> it's like a fuck. <laughs>
1: That's that's incredible. But I feel like that some people, you know, that's hot yoga for some people. That's yeah. breath work for some people. Yeah. It's It doesn't have to be a one size fits all. But what's yeah. important is, is that you find your thing. We're living in really incredible times where the boundaries are getting pushed outward, you know, as far yeah. as what tools we can access. Yeah. So did you notice big differences between, say, that relationship and the other relationship? And now maybe oh, view yeah. that as a blessing, obviously. I feel like oh, that's cliche. Oh, my yeah. God.
0: Well, yeah. that heartbreak led me to a breathing practice that I just find made my life exponentially better. It led right. me to a follow-up relationship that was so much deeper and healthier and Amazing. stronger and better. Yeah. Um, to another one. I mean, just like after one, after another. So yeah, there's a million reasons. That's a
1: theme of the podcast too, Evan is like, most people see adversity as like, Oh fuck. Like this is the worst thing ever. And I'm a big believer having seen, I mean, I lost my dad at 12. Like I've seen a lot of adversity, bro. And I always view it as like a chance to just become a greater version of yourself. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. 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 The The best people I know. Yeah. have faced some of the hardest shit I've ever seen. I, you know i say it in the classes but like you grow through what you grow through you, you grow beautiful. through what you go through you and it right? makes
1: you more and it makes you more compassionate too when you say like i feel like it's hard to be for me it's like it's harder to be a dick to others yeah. <laughs> if you know what suffering is like you know what i mean it's like it does make you more compassionate it makes you more aware make, there's a lot of benefits but um it needs to be used properly you know i i, I just connected with russell brand you know russell like yeah, a week yeah. ago dude he's deep guy yeah and he's yeah, like yeah, when these experiences are used well they're kind of like jet fuel for 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 personal growth but yeah. but they can also burn you up like if you don't oh, totally. use it properly <laughs> yeah, oh, so, completely. yeah
0: yeah it, it literally depending on the response you take yeah like if my response were to have spiraled uncontrollably into addiction of things that are clearly bad for me porn sugar yeah alcohol. I would not have become a stronger person until, until you hit that point where you can reverse yourself.
1: So being that like we talked to a lot of creatives that are building yeah. something and entrepreneurs, you know, you kind of broke through on TikTok, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm like, what was your life like, man, prior to that? What, did, you, <laughs> did you go through struggle and, and think like before that happened, were you like, what am I going to, you know, do with my life in this next chapter of my life? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I've I've absolutely struggled with like most people have with like trying to figure out what's the what's the play? Like, how am I going to pay for my life and have yeah. a good time all the time? The TikTok thing is interesting because I actually am unconvinced that I want to make that my complete thing. There was absolutely a period in like 20, probably 2015, 20, uh, 2014. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been doing the Obama impression and, and like literally, you know, like all my friends, all events, like, it was just like the thing and it was a blast and a great time. And I always felt like I just like wish I could share this with the world in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, and I, I would, you know, I made like a YouTube video, a couple of YouTube videos and nothing really picked up with it. And I was like, I don't, not, don't love this. And then I made a sketch channel group with my buddies. I've always been into comedy and we worked yeah. on and it just like you know, picked up a little steam and then completely died. And we spent so much time on it mm. and it was a bummer. And I thought it was wasted time. And then I posted on YouTube and I tried to do a Trump Obama, uh, a Trump Obama bit back in like 2016. And it got just like a tiny bit of traction and nothing. And over, and over time, you know, it was a bummer, you know, it's just like, it's a bummer. You're like, yeah. I feel like this, like people would fucking love this. Like, this is so funny to me. Yeah. And, um. and yeah, it's, that's hard. It's just like, it's, it was hard every time. Um and then twenty twenty was just uh it just sorta it just sort of happened in all honesty. And it didn't fit a medium well, honestly, before. And so it just didn't do well. You know? That
1: right there makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My profession before TikTok, and right now I'm just sort of in mini retirement mode, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But but I worked in uh I worked in tech. I worked Oh, in-
1: okay. Okay, that was the background yeah. before.
0: That was the background before. And okay. um, you know, when you're in college, like at least in my major and like in my friend group, the big thing was like, you got to get an internship. at one of these big tech companies. It just, sure. Like, set you up, Sure. And totally is the thing. Like it actually, you know, <laughs> it actually career, works like, though. It's yeah. like totally <laughs> a thing, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, it, It you, you face rejection in these companies and then, uh, yeah. It, I mean, the first one that hit was Facebook. So I was able to get an internship there and then that set up the, the career there really nicely. But I've always really liked just like thinking visually and trying to solve problems for people to use products. Um, in a way, like I'm super curious about AR right now. I, I make this point all the time that people are rounded. Like people have, some people like hmm. love two completely different things. You know, like hmm. um, usually, yeah. you know, you find
1: comedy guys in the comedy and yeah. product design guys in product design. Yeah.
0: And you don't you don't find yeah yeah yeah. On, yeah. But For sure, I, I am a spiritual person actually. I I say I'm not, but I am. But like you yeah. know, like I'm just like not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean I, yeah I don't I, I feel like
1: you don't want to get painted with that
0: brush. Or you know something. what I mean yeah, right. I, <laughs> It's like a type that's like just like not grounded here like there is a there is a type of spirituality that doesn't just like face the reality yeah of,
1: it feels it feels a little too well, I guess woo-woo for lack of a better word, but yeah. there's a nice way to blend the two, isn't there like to have some grounding and
0: yeah totally. mm-hmm. if you present yourself in a way that is too woo-woo, yeah. you will not reach the person who needs it most. Right. That's so, a, bullseye. Like, it's a bullseye. Yeah. So like with, with communicating with like, cause most people are not on the woo woo plane. They're just not even anywhere near, you know, no. by far most people. No. And so, yeah. Like if I'm going to try and help people get on this plane, they need to understand like, yo, I'm not different than you. Like yeah. I'm a person who like, you got it. You got to
1: bring them in with the veggie burger, not the kale salad.
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've actually actually been getting more into. I don't know if you if you're into this, but into like vegetarianism and veganism. I,
1: yeah, I, I'm 85, mm-hmm. percent like 90, percent Yeah, there okay, cool. outside of yeah. just a little sushi still, you know, here and there, yeah. and and eggs. I mean, we're in LA, right? So I feel like you know here it's just so easy, dude. I've toured with bands, you know. Try going through like the tumbleweeds of Texas or something. Yeah, trying to get a vegetarian meal, like you'll just get Doritos or something. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, That's yeah.
0: totally right. Yeah. yeah. The accessibility there is, is, is so rough. I'm getting so much back more into it. It just seems so obvious to me.
1: Are you finding that the more you meditate and maybe the healthier you eat that maybe, you know, your intuition or something gets a little better? Is that, sure. is that fair to say? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I
0: find as well. Yeah. So I actually have had a spreadsheet since like 2012 of just like a list of things I'd want to do every day. And so on the spreadsheet are meditation, Mm -hmm. breathing of some kind. Yeah. Something related to like nutrition, health, intermittent fasting, just something on the nutritional plane. Yeah. Leave my comfort zone. Yeah. Socialize in some way. um,
1: Connection is magic. (laughs) Connection is magic. It really (laughs) is, man. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Those are the ones that have just stayed constant. I mean, like, yeah, no those, I'm, that's I'm,
1: fantastic. And you find you're able to stick to that most days. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. The one that I don't do
0: every day, in all honesty, is, is the Leave Comfort Zone one, which is the hardest one to do. Yeah. Like, it's so powerful, man. Oh my
1: God. 100%. I'm taking like, you know, uh, courses for my master's in clinical psychology. I don't know if I told you oh, that. Oh, they didn't. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Didn't. And, and the, the professor was like, the reason why people get stuck in the same situation, even though they hate it, Every day is because our brain isn't like – our brain is wired for survival. So your brain basically is like if the shit I did yesterday equaled me not dying, I'm just going to go do that again. (laughs) Like I thought it was such a cool way to put it.
0: I love that. I love that. Yeah, the consistency to anything is the absolute power behind it. Meditation is, I believe, basically irrelevant in like the day of. It like it's mildly relaxing. I You know, it could reduce your heart rate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like like a dog, petting a dog does the same thing,
0: you know? It's great. You know, it's relaxing. These are good. Like a massage is good. Yeah. The difference of meditation daily Mm. versus meditation once in a while is dramatic. It's the difference of Mm. I get a good workout once in a while. Versus I work out regularly, like Mm -hmm. your life will change. It's actually that different.
1: That's a great message to get out there. Where I'm at right now, man, is how do you do with things leaving your life, things falling away? You're on a growth path, right? Like kind of like I am. And I feel like, all right, so can you outgrow a friendship? Can you outgrow a project? How, How do you do with that and letting things go?
0: Yeah, there's scales of letting things go. Yeah. So some projects, it's kind you know, obviously it's whatever, just let it go. Yeah. Um, some things you've invested a lot of time into relationships, uh, friendships. I mean, you know, the things that really hurt to let go uh, can often lead you down the best path, difficult relationships, relationships that are not serving you in your life, things in your life that are not serving you. I used to say this quote that actually, if it's bad for you, just stop. <laughs> like actually... just <laughs> It's like the simplest like life philosophy. If it's not good for you, just don't do it. Like actually. wow, <laughs> wow, It's wise, sim- profound, isn't it? But, it is. It but is. Seriously, there's like so much complexity around all of it. It's just like okay, sugar's bad for you. Like stop. <laughs> Alcohol's bad for you. Stop. It's really hard to always know when to let go, mm. and there That's is no one size fits all for when to know.
1: And does it always have to be messy? Because most of the times it, it can feel messy. Like, uh, you're, you got one foot in and one foot out. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, that's kind of more typical than doing a clean Yeah. go beyond, you know? So do yeah. you think one day you can get to a place where it's a smooth transition or that wouldn't be human?
0: I how, like. um it's so easy to give advice to other people but when you're in it it's you know a million times um, harder absolutely. wisdom is being able to follow your own advice and absolutely
1: especially with romantic relationships i feel like your oh, friend yeah. is in a fucked up romantic relationship no, and it's so least. easy to be yeah. like what are you doing you want to right. shake them and but then yeah. when it's you dude you're yeah. the, you're lost in the sauce
0: yeah. yeah yeah of course because things are not directly clear when you're in them of course not
1: You have a lot of creative friends, I assume, right? Or comedians or, and and do they ever come to you like frustrated about, you know, maybe where they're at in their process? Like it's it's not happening. My breakthrough moment's not happening. I feel like, you know, I mean, I'm, I have a lot of musician friends that I hear this constantly. What do you say to them? Or I'm sure there's going to be musicians or artists tuning into this, you know, like.
0: Well, I can tell them from my personal experience and from the experience of those that I have seen make it,
1: can you do this in the Trump voice, Evan? <laughs> I, no, you look I'm
0: at kidding. what's going out from the people who've made it, a lot of great things. Um, okay. No, from the, from my personal experience, yeah, uh, it doesn't do it. Like the thing you think it's going to do for you is not going to do it.
1: Go more into that. I'm, I'm, I want to be clear.
0: I have found because I, you know, you think okay, when well, I'm going to make this amount of cash, or when I'm going to get this many followers. or when I'm gonna be respected by this person. Yeah, shit's gonna be good. Like I'll be easy. I'll be able to respect myself. And the truth is that's just not how it works. The game of just trying to get more money or get more fame or get more, will never get you the thing that you think it will get you. At least to the people who are obsessed with it. It can never satiate you? Yeah, completely, right? I mean, it's, I have never found that when I hit an amount of money that I thought, okay, when I get that by this age, whatever, or the fame, whatever. You know, when I hit a million followers, all right, then I'll like, you know, mm-hmm. when I hit a million followers, it's like, everybody said, okay, when I hit a million, like, I'll view this differently. People will, you have this whole thing and then you hit it and like, exciting that, you know, the day's exciting. Maybe even the week's exciting, but it fades. The shit oh, fades. Oh, wow. It always does. You know, Damn. of course, man. I mean, like, I'm sure you've had successes that have come and you're like, okay, I got this. Yeah. Now.
1: You always yeah that that happens, yeah, but you always think it's going to be a new mark that gets you there once and for all, though don't you you're yeah. like, oh, if it's not a million followers, then it's like eight million followers or whatever you know what I mean I have but- a buddy I
0: have a buddy who I, I won't name his name, but he's he's very, very famous, yeah he's very, very famous, and you could sense that it's unhealthy, you could just the moment he talked about it and the thing to him, you could sense it 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 was not good for him, so he would he would you know he'd get five million and he'd be like i'm not gonna impersonate him because i could do a really good impersonation of him but <laughs> no. um but he'd be like dude when i hit 10 million it'll change and i'm like no no it won't did he the hit same, 10 million
1: did he absolutely
0: and then he had ten million. dude honestly it's, this is the wrong platform once i switch to this platform then i'll make money and that'll be different and he you know what he does he actually switches to the other platform and he gets a lot of followers on the other platform and he starts making a lot of money you know he makes a million bucks he's like dude a million cool you can you can buy a house but you can't buy like a mansion <laughs> oh no i'm like I, i'm like dude do you not see a pattern like oh. I'm, you're literally a walking satire bro and he's like dude no i'm telling you what like 10 million i bet he's you know probably like near that right now and he's like dude
1: I it's just it. gonna get pushed again no, it'll get. It'll, 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 yeah, yeah. he's like
0: dude i just need a girlfriend oh man you know when you when you when he had a girlfriend he's like dude i think i just need to be single i'm like i you're gonna i actually like i can't stand it i mean he's literally like a walking trope of that idea
1: but yo evan where does that come from don't you think like that comes from programming like is it that the programming maybe just being in like a capitalist you know i i touched on this with russell brand a little bit like you know because he's all about that about the yeah. programming, and we got to have this, we got to have that, and so
0: yeah, actually, I think it's certainly there's a huge cultural aspect. There's no question we're materialistic, capitalism, all that. Yes, there's no question. Yes, I also believe there is uh, it, a lot of it is just evolutionarily based. I mean, I actually think you know, like hunters
1: and gatherers type thing, and only it's now it's followers and money or something. Yeah, I mean, like, you,
0: having good reputation in your tribe would make you more likely to survive, more likely to reproduce. Like true. It, you know we're animals. Like we're absolute animals. Yeah. I mean, just like so yeah. Dude,
1: we got all these fancy gadgets and we're like, we forget that we're just animals at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So there's like this, uh, I forgot what the, the exact quote, but it's like, you know, a squirrel that would get an acorn and would cherish that acorn and be grateful for it and slowly, you know, enjoy it to the fullest in the moment. Didn't reproduce like crazy and didn't survive, you know, relative mm. to the one that built this fake ego that would then aggressively try and, reproduce and do the rest yes it just makes sense why we're like this but that is not an outcome and a game to play for quality that is a game you know for the the dna game which is not the game i want to be playing everything's just a relative game and it's a losing game if you're deep in that and you deeply believe that you'll be happier when you get some new thing the richness the like the degree of richness that you can enjoy at any moment, knowing that you have four usable limbs or that you can yeah. breathe any moment, yeah. or eyesight or hear, like any of the magical things that are given to you that people without them would dream to get back, like for any amount of money or fame or whatever your sure. metric is. Fame, fame is an interesting one that I, I'm still like, because there's, i honestly, I actually really, I've, I have enjoyed like the DE level. You know popularity and celebrity. <laughs> actually, like, really, I actually, you know, it's fun. But it's fun in the same way that like you know a good party is fun or whatever. It's not like deep meaning or anything. It's just like yeah, it's a cool additional thing to your life. Yeah. But um, I'm simultaneously unconvinced that being mega mega famous is actually good for anybody.
1: I like these uh, big stars that like talk about it. Like you know Jim Carrey. I'm sure you've heard Ooh, Jim Carrey. Talk, yeah, Jim it's amazing. So epic. It. And yeah, even Russell. I feel like is kind of a good Russell, example. Totally.
0: Oh. He actually, I, yeah, he came out with a video on on if fame was healthy, I forgot the title of the video, but it was a really interesting talk about fame specifically. And the way he describes it is so on the nose, which is that fame is like, um, it's similar to the ego, right? It's like, it's, you know, it's like this illusion that happens, but fame happens publicly and is an entity that you have no control over. So this, well said, you know, but uh, it's like basically his, okay. He said that. Yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, I'll take, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you the credit for it. We'll give you a little credit for that. I said it like, you know, (laughs) I gotta get a Russell impression, uh,
1: but it's an uh, entity that you have no control over. That's that's such
0: a good totally.
1: way to say it's that.
0: When the public starts to be, like have this idea of who you are, yeah, discuss you and like believe they know you, right? Like, yeah, again, we're animals. If I see you, I feel like I, you know, I know you. I've chatted with you. I know your face. We're friends. And so there's this illusion that happens with the world of media where I can see someone's face, feel like I know them. And then there's this like, you know, you don't. You knew, you don't know them. Yeah, you don't know
1: people, you know. If you think of like beautiful women, I feel like you're always like, oh, you know, people look at it. I mean, they could be. Uh, not the nicest person they could oh, be, yeah. you know, it's like so much gets forgotten or lost in 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 what we build in our heads, you know, just Absolutely.
0: it's all stories. We're storytellers. It's, 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 <laughs> it's the animal right. game. We love stories, man. Maybe the
1: more you meditate, or the more you do these self-care practices, maybe it gives you a little bit more uh, capability of putting things in slow motion and controlling that narrative to make it more healthy. Letting a narrative run away with us, dude, is why we have Everybody on antidepressants and anxiety through the roof, and dude. you know, that's
0: dude. Where should the pharmaceutical is. situation? Oh, I don't honestly. I gotta. Oh, it hurts my heart. It hurts. My yeah, heart. it's like the overprescribing of these things. When like, yeah, you know, yeah,
1: even, yeah, even frankly, being in school for clinical psychology, there's the DSM, which you know, the DSM. Uh, It's like everybody has, a. it's like there's a million labels in the DSM, but it's amazing that our professors are like, we don't, you know, it's a tool, but like, we don't want to limit people to just having a label like that, which is kind of awesome. I think it's kind of optimistic though, where we stand on this whole mental health thing in 2021, I think. I think more people are starting to become privy to some of the tools we talked about and, and some of these ideas. And honestly, man, maybe we'll share this and people will be hearing some of these ideas for the first time, which is kind of amazing too. So.
0: That'd be awesome. I used to be such a goal oriented person. Yeah. I really like when I was 15, I was like, I'm just going to be a fucking billionaire. That's what I want. (laughs) I I just want to be, I'm so loaded and just like, you know, just be balling. I want to be on a boat. Like, you know, like all that. I want to be on a boat. Just like right, right, it's right. on a boat. boats are fun, but you know, but like I really was just like, that's it. That's for me. Yeah. And um and you'll
1: never have you'll never have a bad day, ever. Yeah, oh, never god. a bad day. Right. <laughs> right. right when I'm, right when I'm so <laughs>
0: Oh god. Yeah. Then I'm that'll be lovable. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: These are the narratives we tell ourselves. We were talking about connection being magic before we recorded, and you seem to get that. Um, it, people still have a hard time sharing what's real, right? I don't, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, yeah, why is it hard to do that? And can we truly connect without letting ourselves really being seen for who we truly are? I I don't think we can.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm fully with you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's an amazing, amazing relief to feeling, to having somebody with you and see you for who exactly you are. Yeah. That's no, that's, it's, it's, it's so, so powerful. I mean, like deep, Deep relationship. It's
1: medicine. It's literally medicine. It's truly medicine. Again,
0: to the animals, we're these social animals. Wired for it. Wired. You know, look, if I had the option to take all the fame, all the wealth, all the material, all the things that like are ostensibly like, oh, that would be amazing to get and trade that for a group of people that love me and that I laugh a lot with, like all the time I find so funny and like they get me and there's so much trust and reliability like it's the most obvious choice, ever. Like it's just so you must take the latter. It's so much better. Even like, if we were indoctrinated for the former, you and I know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I'm t- I'm, I'm, to me, it's like just the most obvious thing. I know yeah. most people. It's it's selling. You know, being whatever the ego thinks is gonna gonna do it for you. You
1: know, yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of <laughs> smoke and mirrors out there. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, that's the biggest yeah. one, man. That's the biggest yeah. one. Just yeah. The,
0: yeah. The story that more is going to do it for you. Right I know there man, obviously man. is. And by the way, you know, obviously splendid. there's like, there's a degree of lack of money and a degree of like, you know, yeah, of respect things that, that actually I, are like suffer inducing. There's no question.
1: But. Once you get X amount, I think research shows at 70 K or something like to that effect, apparently research shows anything after that doesn't really make that much of a difference. And yeah. our happiness levels, right? So, um, yeah. it's super, super interesting. And also, there's. Have you heard about this uh, study that was done with p- uh, people who were paralyzed, with people who won the lottery, and they followed oh, up with, yeah. and oh, they followed God. up after one year, and like yeah. their happiness levels were back to where they were hey, Baseline, prior to those. Yeah. Crazy. It's, it's
0: so, you know, let's say you're making two hundred k a year. Yeah. And your whole friend group is making forty five k a year. Mm. And you're feeling like I'm balling, you know, I'm killing <laughs> ball, like oh my god, right? Well, you know, <laughs> same exact thing. If you're in a group, friend group, everyone's making a good million bucks a year more with their businesses, yeah. And you're working a nine five, working, you know, making two hundred, which is amazing salary most places. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. people like this who will just vent to me, saying like, I'm just like jealous. I don't have that. Wow. Oh yeah, I have. I have so honestly, I just like wish the the world had access. To my friend group of people who are so wealthy and rich who just complain about various things you'd be like are you seriously complaining (laughs) but it is always just a a simple reminder yeah oh yeah that's that's not going to do it what you have there is that's not going to do it that's not the thing
1: it's kind of a blessing to it's kind of sad i think in my opinion to to hear somebody right say that but it's also kind of a blessing for perspective totally yeah Yeah, totally you know these messages are really important to uh to get out there right now so yeah man thank you for taking the time man i really appreciate
0: yeah it was awesome. with
1: you yeah it was dude oh, yeah, this is re- you,
0: yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah we'll we'll stay in touch man and um i'll see you at airwan one, one of these days i'm <laughs> sure i sure that's right man <laughs> all oh, right awesome dude yeah blessings bro thank you all right all right, all right, right. guys man Peace see you out. later bye Thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode. It really means the world to me. If you heard anything relatable that created new awareness for you, please visit our podcast on iTunes and leave a rating or review. This helps build our audience. Please comment, like, and share this episode out with your family, friends, coworkers, or anyone who you feel would benefit from the messages shared in today's episode. I'm really, really grateful for your help in spreading these messages of hope and wisdom. The world is in such great need right now and your support helps carry the message onward to others who need it. Also, please consider becoming a monthly financial contributor to the podcast. You can do so by visiting connectionismagic.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Patreon is a third-party platform which helps support creators in exchange for exclusive content and offers. You'll be able to get discounted merchandise like comfy hoodies, t-shirts, as well as retreat discounts where we'll have special guest speakers and group activities to connect you with like-minded community members. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, please stay connected.